Hey everyone, we are back for another exciting rehearsal this week. And since it's still Bandtober, our hosts are ready to get you through it. We'll find out what made Cindy say... I have a juicy, tasty story. Actually, it is kitchen related. And why Trish said... You know, obviously the social media crew wasn't told that this was going on. So, I mean, ugh, I, I, I don't even know where to start, where to end, where to... It's, 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 it's sad. It's really sad. All this and more. So get out on the field and we will see you back on the sidelines for this week's episode of On a Water Break. Let's go. Set it up. Top of the show. Form. Check form. Cover down. Do it again. Run it back. And we'll see you at the show. Welcome to another episode of On a Water Break, the podcast where we talk about everything you and your friends are talking about at rehearsal on a water break. I'm Jackie Brown. Can you believe it is still Banjtober? Where October, it just seems like it will never end. However, it's great. It's the best time of year. (laughs) Our social media is on fire with questions and inspirations to get you through this time. We have a great group today to help you get through this month with some great advice. So let's see who's on the sidelines this week. Steven. What's up, Jackie? Hey, Cynthia. Hi, how are you guys? Good. Trish. Hi, everyone. Y'all, I just learned Trish is a fellow Zen. She's a fellow I Zumba am. instructor like me. Woot, woot. That's right, honey. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Cindy. Happy Bantober, y'all. I'm so excited you're here with us live again, Cindy. It's been too long. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Tom. Hi. Hello, hello. And... It's also been, it, it maybe even longer, Christine. Hey, everybody. It has been a while. All right. There may be some more people popping in as we go through this episode today. It is certainly fun to have such a large group of hosts this week. We are actually getting really, really close to celebrating our 50th episode. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. It's so exciting. <laughs> So to celebrate that, we are going to talk about the 50 best performances of the year. So do you guys think we can do it? Can we get it all into like one episode? (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. It's like the end of the year when they do the top 100 best songs on New Year's Day. They always have that on on the radio. Well, we're going to have the, the top 50 shows. But hopefully it won't take 12 hours to get through. Right. I was going to say, yeah, like, I don't even know. Keep them going. <laughs> is it going to, like, fit into one hour to talk about that many shows? Like, Ugh. we well, you probably know, really, should do, like. We, we should get into the, to the habit of maybe doing holiday shows. Like, it is Spooktober. So we should be talking about our favorite Halloween shows, Ooh, maybe. Oh yeah, that would be oh, fun boy. too. That's a whole other thing we right there, it. right? Cedar Park. Um, 
Yeah, <laughs> we I definitely think... need to put some of this in the group chat too, because like seriously, yeah. we need to talk about what we're going to do for the fiftieth. It's it's coming up. It's next week. It sure <laughs> is. I think Tom has a great suggestion to narrow it down because when we first started talking about that on the production end, I was a little concerned. I thought, ooh, this is going to be a really long show if we talk about fifty shows. Yeah. So I have a feeling maybe that some folks might have thing, uh, some things that overlap, perhaps. So maybe like if some, you know, maybe if you guys all submit yours ahead of time, then we might be able to see there might be some overlaps. Oh, so perhaps that true. might yeah, kind of make it a little bit more concise, you know? <laughs> we're we're going to have to figure Thank it out. You. But also after the 50th episode, we're going to be coming up on our one year anniversary. So we're wow. going to be wrapping season one of On a Water Break, which I don't even know if we should call it season one. It's like season four, honestly. <laughs> Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, yeah. Yeah, we've been at this for a year. But yeah, we're going to be wrapping season one and we'll start on season two after that. So very, very excited for all that. So if you guys are are following us on our social media um, or if you listen to us on Spotify or apple podcasts or wherever you listen to us uh make sure that you are subscribed because this is coming out um yeah does does anybody have anything that like immediately comes to mind for some of the great performances of this past year like just you're just like i say great performance and you're just like boom this boston i know you have something what said boston's drumline Mmm. They're so good. They've been so good like every year for a while now. But uh, they blew me away in the lot. That is the first thing that comes to mind when I think about at least drums last year. Of course, I'm thinking WGI and I'm thinking that Dobbins Bennett show. Oh, um, for sure. Frankenstein's Bride, whatever it was. That was yeah. the best show for ever. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I have to say my fan favorite this past year was Fusion uh, in uh, WGI. I mean, I, I still have that, you know, hip, hip chin chin like stuck in my head you know going on and on <laughs> I, I was watching that show like so often I would pull it up on YouTube after you know oh, yeah. I was like let's watch it again so, <laughs> that was my favorite come on Jersey <laughs> all right well we have a game for our hosts this week and this is an oldie that we're bringing back but it's a goodie so Christine, this is thanks to your daughter, who loved when we did this the last time. Yeah, she keeps asking me to replay that episode from before. <laughs> this was like months ago. Mom, can we listen to when they did categories again? I said, we already listened to that one. So now be a new categories version for her to listen to. So we have, we have new categories this time also. So this will be cool to listen to you guys uh come up with some new stuff here okay so for anybody who um has not played scattergories before we're our our version's a little bit different but it's marching band scattergories so what's going to happen is there's 10 categories which i'll reveal to the players in just a moment and what we're going to do is i'm going to give them one letter and all of their answers have to start with that letter uh, so you'll just like come up with something for each category that starts with the letter I give you. I promise I'm not going to be too hard on everybody because 
I'm guessing this is all band related. It's all band related. It's okay, all okay. related to Baby It might be something that's going on. It's you know, all, it's all easy for you guys. I have no band, so I'll, be, I'll have the funniest answer for sure. <laughs> I was going to say, Cynthia, you are at such a disadvantage, and I am Completely so sorry. Completely on my rounds, but I'll come up with French word, and you'll find an exotic and cute <laughs> and <that's> work. <laughs> we're going to double all of the points for Cynthia for her French words. Actually, actually, you know what, Cynthia? I think you're going to be okay, though, because, yes, it is band kind of Tober-focused. However, if you've been involved in any kind of marching arts, you know, organization a lot of these are going to apply so i think you're going to be in good shape oh my god christine you have no idea how competitive i am now you're in anxiety inducing all right cool let's go (laughs) do it do it yeah all right okay so the way that the scoring works we're going to go through and if you have the same answer as someone else you get zero points for that answer for that category so be creative if you Yep. So be creative. If you have an answer that nobody else has, then you get a point for that. And then the person with no, with, with, with the most points wins. Okay. I was going to say the person with no points wins, but that is definitely that not works. true. It's it the works. With the most. <laughs> That's going to be me. <laughs> Yay. Uh, okay. Are you guys ready for these categories? Sure. Okay. The first one is... Something that causes a student to miss rehearsal. And you're going to want to write these down on your paper because, yeah. Then the second one is something an instructor yells from the box. (laughs) Nothing. We don't yell from the box. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very American thing, isn't it? (laughs) No, I scream. I I talk loud. Oh, okay. I feel like that counts. Talking loud is definitely a, an option. Uh, the third one is something to sell as a fundraiser. Mm. The fourth one is something a student yells on the field. Mm. Maybe keep it a family show. <laughs> something, uh, sorry, the next one is something a band parent has in their bag. <laughs> okay, this this is going to be such a, I don't know. This is going to be such a, a crazy one. Um, the next one is a marching arts adjudicator. Oh. I feel like this is so open-ended. Oh, yeah. So, like, be creative. We have That's to a- name the adjudicator? There, there are no specifics. There's no yes. rules. Okay. Okay. It's just it's just, any any it adjudicator. A marching arts stuff. adjudicator. Yeah, that's a, that's left over from the first one. Uh-huh. But that's okay. Yeah. That's a pretty open-ended one. A marching arts performing group. Any season? Yeah. Alive or dead? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. No. Too soon. Too soon. I should say active. Let, let's revise. Active or inactive? There we go. <laughs> inactive counts. These drum corps out here dropping dead. <laughs> dropping left left. Uh, the next one is a marching arts director. The next one is a terrible marching band show title. Oh no! Like a, a legit a one. A ter- <laughs> um, it doesn't say if it has to be a real oh, show or not. Nice. Like I, you could, I would think you could make it up. I think a and hypothetical then the final one category is yeah. a perfect marching band show title. So a terrible one is the ninth category, and. 
the tenth is a perfect one. I think I think hypothetical show uh, titles are fine there. We'd be good. I did not disclaimer. I did not come up with those last two categories. That's great. But uh, yeah, the d- hypothetical I think would be acceptable. So <laughs> I feel like it should. I feel like we're creative people. It should be creative answers. Yeah. Christine, do you have a timer handy? Um, I am holding a cell phone that can be a timer. Sure. Ooh. Okay. Let's do that. Um, I also I have I have no guidance on how I choose the letter. Oh. Um, so I'm going to ask Siri to do it for me. Excellent. And that way it's super random. Cause if it was just left up to me, I would just pick J as a letter. Cause that's I was going to predict that actually. That's what you would <laughs> for say. every single question. <laughs> it would be really hard to do this J. I, okay. I don't have to, I, I don't have to like pick a different letter for each category, right? It's just no, one letter. No, no, no. The idea is, yeah. is that it's the same letter for all the categories. Yeah, because yes, if you okay. get a different letter for every category, it gets way too confusing. And then this Makes will sense. be the two-hour show instead of the 50th episode <laughs> yeah. the two-hour show. So, All right. Yeah. Are you guys ready for yeah, your letter? Yeah, so 90 seconds to fill I, out as I, many. Yes. Okay, one. but wait okay, a second. Cool. As soon as you give them the letter, though, you're right. going to have to start the timer. So how much yes. time are you are ready, Christine? Get? Well, how much time are they getting? For each question? 90 seconds. No, no, no. For- 90 seconds for the whole thing? Oh, that's, wow. that's what it says. Yeah, it says you have ninety for, seconds to answer what, uh, ten categories. Yeah, I think it should be two minutes, but Aww. whatever. So you're going to give a letter, and we're going to race do one word that starts with that letter for each question, right. right? Or you know, whatever. Like it could start with it. I mean, this the Marchie Band show title. Oh, you true. might have to have a couple things, but maybe it's there are it. extra points if you're doing alliteration. So like you know, ooh. use ooh, see. Yeah. Okay. But, so, whatever. So I, I think it should be two minutes, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to try my best over here. Yeah. This is going to be good. Christine, you are the categories expert or the closest we have to a categories expert. So if you think it should be two minutes, I would say go ahead and make it two minutes. All right. Um, how about this? If y'all, if everybody feels like they're kind of done, you know, then just like give a wave before two minutes. How about that? Sure. There you go. Yeah. Okay. That'll work. There you go. Okay. Cool. All right. That's fair. Jackie's ready with the letter. I'm ready with the timer. Hey, Siri, can you tell me a random letter from the alphabet? She's going to choose X. Here's one T. 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 All right. Ready? T is in Tom. T is in Tom. Ready, set, Tom and Trish go. Do I say a word? No, you have to write it write it down. Right. Yeah. Don't tell us what it is, Trish. Okay. You have to keep it secret. But you don't want anyone to steal your word. Right. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm a chief judge running critique. I had to keep my eye on my clock. <laughs> I gotta do that on Saturday too, so I gotta pay attention. Oh yeah, no googling. There's yeah, nothing. I mean, there's no fun. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible at this. Yeah. <laughs> and time's up. Pencils down. <sighs> Right. Now, Cindy, I would I would think that you the uh, stuff in the band bag or the band mom bag would be. Well, I did have that. On that, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> like on it. I was thinking of you okay. when I came up that category. So, all right, time to go over answers. Okay, so should I go by person or should I go by category? You got to go by category because then you add up the the points as you go. Okay. 
Yeah. So basically, like, we have to go through the category and what everybody has and then... Correct. Yes. Okay. And the original answers get points, but if it's a duplicated answer, it. it doesn't get points. Do we have okay. uh, how much how much it's worth and all that? Because I, I, I... They're just worth a point as oh, long okay. as they're not matching anybody else's. Perfect. Okay. So you want to keep track of your own points, like, on your paper, too. That'll help. Yep. Yep. Okay. So if you get a point, give yourself a little tick mark. Yeah. Listen to Jackie and I, okay. the teachers. <laughs> the teachers telling everybody like, what to do. I love it. <laughs> Go, Jackie. And I'm just, I'm just literally flying by the seat of my pants. I have not played this since the last time we played it on here. So, <laughs> well, what was the first? Okay, category? so something that causes a student to miss rehearsal. What do you guys got? Are we going around, or are we just yelling them out? It doesn't I matter. I think just yell them out. Yeah. Tired. Ugh. <laughs> Track and field. <laughs> Testifying in a major court case. <laughs> in Texas, it's tornadoes. Ooh. I said my tiger blew up. <laughs> oh, okay. So everybody got a point. Oh, on we that all one. got a point. Yay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, something an instructor yells from the box. Too loud. Tackle him. Oh, that's good. Try again. Ooh. Always. Take a break. Oh, my God. Tackle him. <laughs> Tackle him. <laughs> I've had to say that at rehearsal. <laughs> were you, Should we were ask you at why? all involved with the uh, the blue coats in, like, what year was that? Oh, um, no, but something six, like that. <laughs> I don't know. I just wrote terrible. <laughs> it's just terrible. Oh, yeah, accurate. <laughs> so mean. Okay, it's so if y'all don't start having some duplicates, everybody's gonna win this game. I'm just saying. Okay, we're all winners. <laughs> <laughs> okay, something to sell as a fundraiser: tennis balls, treats. <laughs> treats is good. I said toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I actually did that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't 2020 by any chance was it uh, absolutely it was <laughs> tomatoes do you really sell tomatoes farm farm country out in uh, new jersey could get really? it done there you go i wrote tablette de chocolat just for you yep chocolate bars oh yeah that's the best toblerone <laughs> <laughs> so french <laughs> okay, something a student yells from the field. True. Tickle me. Yeah, my, especially lately. Toss. Trumpets get louder. <laughs> I wrote, Trish, you're in my spot. <laughs> <laughs> Which we were never on the same line, so she was not oh, in my okay. spot I was, like, I was all the way in the back. Perfect. So I was like, oh, okay, was I ever? No, probably I was Indian of your spot. I probably wanted your spot, but you were never. Come on, Brigadier's 04. Yeah. And 05, right? That was number four. I don't know. Yeah, 05. We're all doing good, right? (laughs) Tom, did you say yours for that one? Uh, um, What was that? Something a student yells? Yeah, Yeah, tickle me. Yeah, tickle me. (laughs) Tickle me. Tickle me! Uh, <laughs> I teach in a different place. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're much more loving. Hands on. Okay, something a band parent has in their bag. Tabasco sauce. Why would... I wrote Tylenol, and I feel like I'm not going to be... Well, I do one. live in California, so that's quite possible, actually, where I live. Really? Tums. Mm. <laughs> I said tampons. <laughs> Those are important in marching probably band. the most important. <laughs> and WGI, especially. Nosebleeds happen for everyone. That's right. All I said around. tape. Yes. Oh, so oh that's much better. Stephen, you have the obvious ones, and we didn't. <laughs> I you say tampons, and all I can think of is like going to the Macy's band, and they all have white pants. Oh yeah. Just like like we have to be so careful of like getting anything oh, yeah. on those pants. Those, oh my yeah. gosh. Those flower mound kids—they kill me every year. <laughs> okay, we're halfway there. Um, okay, a marching arts adjudicator. I hope I'm not mistaking the name, but Mike Turner or Michael Turner, he's like a movement judge. Well, I went with Tony from Who's the Boss. <laughs> what? Tom Beresford. Tom Rarick. I don't know any. I put teacher. Because <laughs> 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 sometimes teachers are adjudicators. <laughs> But I, I mean, didn't. sometimes I feel like that was such an open-ended question, yeah. though, too. Like, <laughs> like you could have said a tall person, or yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, my answer's not wrong; it's just not specific. <laughs> a trombone player retired, there you go. or something like that. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, the marching arts performing. Hmm. Like I said, Teal Sounds. That's a good one. Mmm, tavern thing so good. I said troopers. Oh yeah, so easy. I wrote, and then Trish is gonna think it's funny. The brigadiers. Oh well, <laughs> mine is well, mine is a the also the Magnolia Project. Yeah, there you go. I can't believe I got a point for troopers. I thought for, I even like sighed <laughs> I, and exhaled as I said I wrote, it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's, yeah. Wow. Like surely someone else has this. No, yeah, all, surely someone super else. Creative. <laughs> um okay a marching arts director i went with a last name again and i went with vincent Sibai, which is the director of third legend mm, yeah <laughs> i went with tony bennett Ooh. i i said tim fairbanks oh. mm, okay i went with trish because i am a director oh oh yay oh yes. good one i admit i didn't get that one i'm thinking all you know, high school marching bands, and Look, I couldn't come up with to, any T's. They just have to be a name with the T, right? I mean, uh, a terrible marching band show title. <laughs> I wrote the terrible titled show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that, Cynthia. <laughs> I went a very different route. I said true stories of the vietnam war oh. <laughs> uh, mine's called the traffic accident oh. <laughs> i said true crime story i didn't mm. i didn't really have one for this one so i lose whatever Trish is like, all of my titles are good i don't have any terrible <laughs> the time i stepped in dog poop Ooh. <laughs> that would be a pretty okay. terrible 
one. That's pretty terrible. Okay. Well, what about the perfect, the perfect Margie Man show title? I went cliche. I, I wrote treasures. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. oh. I wrote truth. I said, that time we had a terrific title. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I I might get sued by Disney for this, but I said to infinity and beyond. I like that. I like longer longer title shows. (laughs) I wrote Tarantella, but not knowing if that's the Onyx show. It started with a T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so you have to add up your points now so we can figure out who the winner is. I think no, no, we have. We're, I mean, we do just have losers. We don't have right. winners, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a loser because I didn't even have a couple of them. What? Everyone really? is tied for. I didn't 10. have the director. Oh, and I don't know if teacher counts as adjudicator. We've got a uh, five-way tie for first place. So far. there you go. Yay! Yeah, okay, you guys are all winners. You're so awesome. Do I get a prize wins? for losing? Yeah. <laughs> And everybody gets promoted to the next class. Yes. <laughs> box box six promotion. There you go. That should box be the six. that should be the terrible tighter. The time that we got promoted before the first regional, the I second know. regional, something like exactly. oh, right. Anyway, that is as so- your reward. Uh, you get to all do gush and goes. Mm. So all right, let's do that. Christine, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. I'll I'll uh, hop in with a gush and go here before I gotta duck out. Um, my gush and go uh, this week is um, the fact that this past weekend, despite a lot of cold weather and rain, um, I finally went back and did uh, Penn State Blue Band alumni um, and uh, uh, alumni Blue Band after like over twenty years. And because always before that, I was too busy judging marching band shows. (laughs) So um, I decided to finally take a little break from judging marching band shows and get back on that field. Um, I still have my shoes from when I marched over 20 years ago. Wow. Um, They are this sturdy pair of Nike high tops that we got as like, we've got them free because of the sponsorship. So I still have my shoes. And my same shoes were on that same field over 20 years later. Now, the other thing is awesome. awesome. Now, here's the other thing that's really cool about it as well. One of my classmates is now one of the assistant directors of the band. Oh, wow. So, um, and it kind of turned out that he ended up being in charge of us that day, in charge of the alumni. So there I was, you know, standing on the field in my shoes. (laughs) They're over 20 years old looking up at that conductor's ladder and seeing one of my closest friends and classmates conducting us. So it was a really full circle, you know, like core memory kind of moment. Um, My husband and daughter braved the rain and the cold the whole weekend and cheered me on every step of the way. Um, I won't tell too many people that at one point in halftime, I was in the wrong drill spot. Shh. (laughs) <laughs> but hey you know nobody really noticed and uh, it's all good so it was a fantastic weekend like i said despite a lot of cold and rainy weather and i can't wait to get back there next year cool awesome thank there you so is. much for stopping by christine sure, i know you're yeah. super busy with all yeah. your guard closet deliveries <laughs> you gotta make <laughs> now right 
Personal we delivery. Well, no, not exactly, but we did have an emergency uh, overnight uh, shipment go out tonight. So, uh, you know, whatever we got to do to help people out. So (laughs) you guys have fun. Okay, They appreciate it. Thanks for letting me stop by for a little bit. Awesome. Bye. Bye, Christine. Bye. Bye. Stephen, do you want to carry on our gush and goes? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll keep it keep it short and sweet because I don't think I can actually talk a lot about it. But we set our baseline at United. Yes. And uh, I am very very uh, happy with the the people that came out here, and I think that the uh, East Coast is going to really be rocking this year because uh, it's my understanding that it's going well over at George Mason too. So. Ooh. East Coast space drumming, it's coming back. Right. I mean, it was never gone, but it's going to be great. You'll have to let us know if it's going to be a sci-fi show or not. <laughs> oh, Tom, what do you think it's going to be? <laughs> we actually haven't been told anything yet. I know absolutely nothing, and I'm not even just like trying to hide it to keep it under wraps. All I know is that we've set the line and we have good drummers. Well, it's on the inside. Cynthia, what do you want to gush about? <laughs> so for the people that uh, don't know me, I'm the international extraordinaire Canadian, not too far from you guys, but host on the this podcast. And um, maybe you guys knew, but last year I was kind of at a crossroad, no, no idea what was going to happen this year. And Jeremy was like, but you need to say what's happening. So now I'm teaching uh, or I am involved. It's hard to say teaching, but I'm involved with three of the uh, Quebec organizations this year, which is Laser Clips, still again, Third Legend, and Sonore. And I am on the way on becoming a judge. So I'm doing trial with the Massachusetts Judge Association. But so maybe I'll talk about those organizations a little bit more because I realize that um, most of our social media is in French, right? Like I, yeah. and I also see like the part of Netherlands. And you can kind of understand, but anyway, so maybe I'll get in touch with them and try to translate some of the stuff they're doing. But um, I think one of the really exciting things that is happening and that you guys will notice is that Sonor will be back to World Championship this year. All right. The, yes. Yay. They were gone since, we're trying to figure out, but I think the last time they performed WGI Championship was in 2016. Oh, wow. And for people that know, Sonor has a long legacy of... So for them to come back and from where they came back, the then director, Josiane, just built a program and now it's Chantal Fréchette, who's the director. The designer is Michael Wetzi. Michael yes. Wetzi, a lot of people know him, yes. And there's a bunch of great staff that are working on those kids and those kids are fairly young, Um but they're going for it. So God knows where they're going to land. But the important thing is that we see a program and we see an organization that is just building back up to show their face the championship. So, yeah. Cool. Trish, why don't you take the next one? Okay. So um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but WGI has a rule about um, combining schools within the same district. So where, um, where I teach Northern, the Northern Valley regional high school district, we have separate marching bands. I'm the director at Northern Valley old Japan and Northern Valley Demarest has their own marching band, but we combined for the winter season and we were approved to be a combined school, um, in 2020. And they just kind of, didn't make everybody reapply for a few years, I guess, COVID, I don't really know, but 
they sent me the let, you know, they sent me the application, you know, a few weeks ago to reapply. And I was like, Oh God, what, you know, what am I going to do if this doesn't go through? I mean, we get so few kids from the other high school, mm-hmm. but at the same time, a, I want them to participate with right. us and B, I want them to just be able to participate. Cause if we had to do separate winter guards, I, I, I don't know if they could do it. I don't know if they would get mm. enough people and whatever. Mm. So the, you know, we had our interest meeting last week where we revealed the show and everything. And I, you know, I kind of blanket statement told the kids, you know, that, you know, well, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but then all weekend after I had that interest meeting, I started getting nervous. I was like, what if this, what if they say no? What if they say no? What is they, I mean, we do one regional. I didn't really think that, you know, we're not going to world championships and breaking anybody's heart, you know, you mm-hmm. and then knocking somebody out, whatever. So I, and all weekend I kept, you know, searching WGI on my email thinking maybe I marked it as red and I didn't see it, you know, whatever, but oh. it came through. It's all good. We're oh, about yeah. to try it again. Yeah. So everything's good. I think it's interesting you're saying this because as international, we think that all guards of all schools are full and that there's so many to go and even independent and, Now that I'm talking more specific with people, like it happens more and often. That's how the Magnolia Project was born, actually, the interview that I did on the first one with Jesse Price. Um, and then when the kids become independent, there's not that many, like most independent groups are an hour, an hour and a half away from one another. They're not that close and they're not that yeah. many in the great scheme of things. So I think it's important to notice this and that WGI actually realizes this and gives you that opportunity. When when we started our independent group, the nearest guard to us, like not not the nearest other independent guard or nearest equivalent guard or anything like that, was an hour and a half away. Yeah, like the next school that wow. had a guard was an hour and a half from us. So now, like this year, we have. In fact, maybe that should be my gush about, like what what I should gush about today, because. We have grown so many of the school's programs in our area um, that we have, I think we have four schools now that have winter guards that did not exist when we started Spintronics uh, 15 years ago now. <laughs> um, so yeah, like it's, it's, a, it's really crazy how far apart these are and, and like, you know, ha- being able to do combined schools is awesome for those school districts that that works in. And, um, you know, the opportunity to have an independent guard for as long as we've had it, where we were pulling students from all these different schools that had their, their color guards in the fall and then didn't have a winter guard in the spring was always, you know, such a blessing for everybody involved. And, and seriously, the number of kids that have gone on and become instructors now from the Spintronics program and the number of high schools now in our area that have, winter guards i'm just i'm just very excited about it so yeah that's great <laughs> uh tom what do you want to gush about um <clears throat> we uh my my program we're headed into our first show this coming weekend we're very excited and we're heading in with a full production yeah so we're pretty stoked about that normally we're like maybe halfway still waiting on you know silks and props and No, we are full stocked and loaded and we're coming and swinging. <laughs> Pretty stoked. 
Nice. Love it. Yeah, I think we're going to have our first full show this weekend as well. Nice. But how many more shows do you have in California? How late does your season uh, go? We will go to the second weekend of November. So we have a show every weekend now till the to the second weekend of okay. November. All right. Yeah, that's that's only one extra week. I thought maybe the East Coast cut off a little sooner, but nice. It's going to wrap up. Can't wait to tell you guys about how it wraps up for my group. Cindy, what about you? Well, of course, I like to, to focus on the marching band side of things. And uh, if y'all didn't know, I moved from Texas back in 2021. And when we moved to Arkansas, I thought, well, there goes all my wonderful years of watching amazing marching bands. And I have discovered that this is not true, that there are amazing marching bands in places other than Texas and Indiana. (laughs) And uh, Arkansas has, I'm up here in Bentonville country. In fact, Tuesday night, I went and watched their ASBOA region assessment got to see Bentonville West, which is a great program, and Bentonville, which wins 7A State probably every year. Fantastic program. They're going to uh, Grand Nats this year with probably the best show to date that Bentonville has put out there. But not just Bentonville. It's cool to see all these bands really stepping up, and uh, it's really nice to see that it's not just in certain – I mean, it is in pockets of the country, let's be honest – but it's really cool to see how, like you were saying, Jackie, how you're seeing more of the guards and, and, and it's just, it's marching band is such a cool activity. And, and I just think all kids should be able to have the opportunity to do it yeah. and succeed. And, and, you know, not everybody is going to be a Carmel or an Avon, but, you know, let's, let's give these kids an opportunity to be a part of something that is, is really amazing. And, and I have to say, since we moved up here, I've kind of, it's opened my eyes up to seeing that there's, there's other parts of the country that have great marching bands too. And, and I'm here for it. And as often as I can be, (laughs) I should have, I should have called you. I was just in Rogers judging marching band last weekend really yes oh, i was at the rogers have. heritage contest that's, that's where i was the color guard judging i was at rogers high school tuesday night watching them the band so yep see oh my gosh <sighs> i yep next time next, <laughs> next year time, next, next year. time <laughs> All right, guys, this has been awesome so far. We're going to go ahead and throw it to commercial and uh, get back out on the field because we'll be right back for the rest of our water break. Hey, this is Christine Ream and Chris Green. Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres. We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs. Our consignment inventory has plenty of great looks for your color guard, drumline, and marching band. Pay it forward. When you purchase consignment, you help other programs. Last year, we sold over 400 sets of consignments and returned over $125,000 in payments to our consigners for their sales. Additionally, Guard Closet offers custom and pre-designed costumes, flags, floors, and formal wear, full or partial show writing, educational programming, and other services. Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for shoes, gloves, and other equipment. The Guard Closet team is here to help you get everything you want and need for your season. Check us out at guardcloset.com and follow us on social media. 
Welcome back and grab your water bottles because it is question and answer time. We have questions sent in by our listeners. And uh, if you want to send in questions to us, we are at on a water break on any social media. Um, you can also send in questions to us on Facebook. Uh, we're in a lot of different groups between all of the producers and uh, we can pull your questions to ask on here. So as an instructor, so let's start with this instructor one. How do you deal with writer's block or creativity stall? I think uh, maybe sometimes if you're you're really feeling some type of a block, it helps to get inspired a little bit. Maybe try to look back to uh, prior shows that you liked that maybe uh, made you passionate about marching arts or, or just maybe try to get your head out of whatever marching arts uh, design that you're doing right now in general just uh try to get away from it for a minute and come back because sometimes i think when you just have your mind on something for a long time you can get stuck and, and kind of end up in a rut i think i i was gonna say it really depends for me as a designer i do different things that as a choreographer but now as steven is talking it's probably the same process in the sense that i start from a new place so a little bit like you're saying like if in choreography i'm stuck I just switch my flag around and, and see if I can start from another point of view. And even as a designer, it's the same thing. If the music inspires me, but doesn't, I don't go anywhere with the concept. Then I will like, like, like Stephen says, switch to point of view, look, look at some dance shows or even opera or completely different other artistic performance arts. And maybe it's going to bring something out. Even like I'm a big, wikipedia geek and i'll go <laughs> deeps of so so to change the point of view i think is a good idea that's honestly that's a perfect answer i love it let's go on to the next one um do judges prefer to see easy choreography music marching whatever so that work is super clean or do they honor the difficulty if it is done well, but not perfect. I feel like they will say the first answer, but mean the second answer. Absolutely. Mm, okay, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Um, I feel like they will tell you. I mean, I remember years ago um, when I went to a clinic, in a summer clinic, and the person who was there at the time was very involved in the equipment caption at WGI. And I remember her to this day telling me, in the, you know, we'd rather see easy done well than hard done poorly. And I lived with that philosophy the next season and the season after that. And then you would see people going out there and just, you know, I mean, it almost, it almost, the, the entire equipment caption almost changed overnight into exactly the opposite of what this person said. And I was like, but wait a minute. And I was telling everybody <laughs> that I work with, but this is what they're saying. This is what they're saying. But it's not, it's not really, you know what? I, I, I just feel like they're going to tell you that, but they really want to see the cool stuff. Yeah. They really want to see, you know, the harder stuff, the cool stuff and whatever. And that, that's my perspective. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think as long as like where you can execute that cool stuff at a level where you don't get like taken out of it as a judge by how many errors there are, 
judges kind of just like to be entertained. And I always think that that's all you want to do is just like make them feel like they're an audience member, not a judge that needs to like uh, mark ticks or something like that. They want to be generally affected. <laughs> generally, I, mean, yeah, yes, I, I like agree. that, Cindy, you're saying this because that shouldn't be true for any analytics caption. And now I, I hope my words are not going to sound harsh, but what they prefer shouldn't matter. Because mm -hmm. what you like, what you love, what you prefer as a judge, you should put aside. And that's why I don't want to do GE. Because <laughs> <Yep. 'cause> that's <laughs> an effect caption. And and I don't know how my preferences wouldn't play in my judging, right? So that's why as a judge, I'd rather do analytics uh, judging because it's so based on sheets. So it's going to yeah. sound really textbooky, and it's and that person is going to be like, yeah, but that doesn't mean nothing, and it's true. But to me, and yet again, I'm the geek of, <laughs> I think I'm the geekiest of the geek. <laughs> I think it depends of the are you in marching band, in drum corps, or in color guard percussion because the sheets are not the same. Mm -hmm. It depends of your caption and depends of your category. So because I know equipment in color guard, it can tell you. Regional A, A, open and world class, what the answer should be, as the textbook is saying. And like Trish is saying, now the mm -hmm. judges are human, so of course they're not going to. But short answer, what they prefer shouldn't matter. Sorry. <laughs> is it harsh? Is it a, a no? No, I think I think that's a very honest answer. And like, yeah, there's and there's also a wide variety of training because we have judges. We have judges who are you know, have been doing this for 50 years. And then we have judges who just aged out last year and are now turning around and doing their judge training. And their training that they got is very, very different oh, from yeah. the training yeah. and experience yeah. of those who've been at it for a really long time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, Interesting. that plays into it a little bit too. Yeah. And Trish, what you're saying, like, it's going to change for WGI, like a little heads up, WGI is going to change too. And I'm not like in the gods of words it's just the e-educacy program for people that knew just shut down in september because they're already kind of reviewing the program and oh wow going. yeah so i mean judges are super well trained by that program and i was like um yeah encouraged to to keep doing it until it closed down but it's an evolving thing right which is the beauty of it all right let's go on to the next question how do you teach transitions between movements in the marching show? So this is asking specifically about how to make transitions on equipment look more organic. And I, I feel like we get this question all the time. How, oh my God. Because I mean, how many times in a marching show do you see like the music ends, the guard runs off the field, yeah. they drop their equipment, they pick up a new flag, they run back to their spots. How do we fix that? I don't know if Trish is going to be on the same page, but I think it's like six years ago or so WGI start to say, we don't want to see your flag transition. So yes. a, a member going to the sideline, picking up a flag and coming back with it yeah. was like a no, no, all the way to regional A. And I was like, and then I was working at Cirque du Soleil and I was like, do you know how much a trap costs? Like it's okay, but what then? And yeah. I was kind of like, pissed about that i was like judges are judging me if i'm going to the sideline to pick up a flag right but that pushed me as a designer to never go on the sideline to pick up a flag to an extent where the last the, not the last program but the last open class program i wrote i realized that one of my member 
she had two different flags ring to show. She didn't know none of them were that where they were set up. She didn't know because it was a flag passed on to another person, passed uh-huh. on to another person. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think Blessed Sacrament is really good at that too. Yeah. Uh, Saint Anne's, the Year of the Hands, are really good oh, at that. So good. Where the equipments are never on the sideline, or or very fairly rarely, or if someone picks up an equipment from the sideline, is most of the time not them that will spin it right mm-hmm. so almost feel like your equipment is a prop that you're moving and then at some sort of point you're twirling the prop like that's how i try to see it or be smart as a who did the piano with the benches last year that like all the equipment were in the props or like oh, was that caramel I, yeah i think it's caramel i'm I, but yeah. i mean but it's hard <laughs> let's be real <laughs> It's hard. It's amazing, though. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's just the easiest way is to make sure that you don't have everything stop and look at a transition, and then go all the way to never go on the sideline. But but yeah, it's a yeah. I think having it written into the drill is really helpful. Mm-hmm. So like, and then also not having the entire guard leaving right. at once. Right. So a lot of times that the best ones that I've seen, especially at the high school level is like, they'll have a group that stays, they'll have a group that leaves, or they'll have one mm-hmm. person leave. And then when that person comes back, another person leaves. And so they yeah. make it into like a ripple, basically of leaving mm-hmm. the field, a ripple of going behind the prop and coming out with a new equipment on the other side. Um, there's a lot of creative ways. And honestly, any of those shows you mentioned, you can watch. Um, there's a lot of BOA and a lot of drum corps online that you can watch and, and see some of how they change their equipment. And there's some really creative stuff you can do yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. All right. So this next one is a very interesting, um, an, a very interesting one. We have a very, very different generation of performers here among us that we are teaching. And uh, basically they have, they're learning these new choreographies and this isn't just guard people this is band members this is drummers this is wind players this is everybody they're learning choreography they're doing this and they're asking for a lot of videos how can we teach in such a way that the students don't need to turn around and ask for videos every five minutes or every single rehearsal this is this is something i've noticed in the recent years of winter guard too is every single rehearsal they learn something new they want a new video of it yep yeah how, how do we fix that that's a tough one um it really is because i think this all i mean this all became the norm in 2021 when we were doing everything virtually and it they they, they became so reliant on it but um I, I I usually don't mind if they'll say, you know, the, we'll teach something and they'll say, can you record it for us? What I do mind is when they say, hey, I'm going on vacation and I'm going to miss band camp. So can you send me all the videos? It can't be a replacement. It can't right. be like it can't be a virtual option to attendance. Like that, it can't be. So I, I, I said, I, I said, listen, if your friends want to stand in their backyard after rehearsal or before rehearsal and record the work for you, but the staff's not doing it. 
the staff's not doing it mm, because okay. it's not, it's not, you know, because I, like I said to the rest of the kids that were there, I said, because if there was a virtual option to this, you'd stay home and do it in your backyard too. Now, wouldn't you, right. you wouldn't come out here and stand in the hot sun all day. You would do what they're doing. You would stand in your backyard and learn the work, right? right. If there was the option and they were all kind of, so I mean, I've had, and, and, you know, the people, the kids, you know, the instructors that I have on my staff are all former students of mine. And I, I know they like to do it. And, you know, if they'll say, can you record it for me? It's that's, that's fine. But it's such a fine line because you don't want, I mean, we had a, I'm a teacher. We had to stop this in school too. It became all of a sudden it, it just can't be over. I mean, in, in a crisis, it's great. And we, we all, taught remotely from home when right. we had to, we get it, but and we made it work. Everybody, you know, put their heads together and we made it work, but it can't be a substitute. It just can't. It, it just can't. On the other hand, I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding the issue because I think it's been for us such a tool that we've used even before. Yeah. So I'm not, it's not like a, I'm not coming from a judging situation. It's just, it's, for me, in the schedule, it's written whose staff is filming the new choreography. Because often you have just a choreographer that comes Ooh. in just once and you need it to be filmed. Yeah. Anyways, for you as a staff, for your team, for everything. So it's included in the schedule whose who's duty, filming duty is on and even who's radio. But I'm very like particular but who's taking care of the music because i don't want the choreographer having to worry to run back to the to the radio yeah. and to the music and all that and um now that i'm different with different organizations it's kind of some of them post the videos like in the staff group and then the caption ad will give the go to put it on the student group to make sure that it's either the right video quote unquote with the right information all that but i think to put in your schedule and just to I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of the norm now. If So maybe like, maybe that's the answer though, is maybe mm. understanding that it's, it's first of all, not a replacement for coming mm -hmm. to rehearsals, mm -hmm. but also it should be a part of the rehearsal that it gets made. And maybe it's not necessarily that this same, like, like as the instructor, you wouldn't necessarily want to make every single video every single time, mm -hmm. but you know, maybe that's a student leader's job. Maybe that's mm -hmm. just somebody else's assignment to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I like that. That's, I think that's very helpful. I hope that that is helpful for our, this, I, everybody posts as anonymous now it says anonymous member. So <laughs> this is anonymous. anonymous. Yes. Uh, and then finally, our last question that we're going to get to today is what are your must haves for cold and rainy competition days? <laughs> Shop towels Ooh. shop towels go to lowe's or home depot or wherever they have them i don't know if you're familiar with them those blue, those blue paper they look like paper towels on a roll yeah. but they are blue and they don't um like whereas regular paper towels they just get soggy and they just sit these don't i mean i don't know if you've been following but it, you know up here in the tri-state area in the northeast We've had almost every single weekend of marching band of rain, every single. Oh, no. And tomorrow night, we have a football game against the, the other school that we combine with in the winter. So it's a big <laughs> thing. It's senior night, and it is supposed to rain again. Oh, no. So um, a couple, like, couple weeks ago, 
We thought we were going to do the show in the rain and ended up being canceled. But I ran to, I ran to the store, picked up some of those shop towels and they can dry their stuff on the sideline. They could dry their, we just talked about transitions, but they could dry their <laughs> stuff on the sidelines and behind stuff. And it doesn't, it's not like paper towels where they just sit and get soggy. They, they don't like, they just stay, they, they absorb the water, but they don't get must have absolute must have. Love that. I don't have an answer for this. I'm an indoor. <laughs> I'm like, just, 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 just please. Well, maybe just, with, with you being up in Canada, my East coast, <laughs> it would probably be pretty relatable hand warmers. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the yeah. Hand, yeah. And what do you do with drums? Wet drums? Like that's the, like with wet drums. Yeah. Don't get them wet. Oh, no, they usually have Rains. covers on them. Uh, okay. So unless you were performing outside, uh, like during a rainstorm, you should mm. have your cover and that would help a lot. Uh, but past there, you just paper towel them off. Uh, mm. You don't want them to take a beating, but they, they kind of can take a beating. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you want to preserve them as much as you can, but you know, they're not. You should, yeah. The head will be the bigger issue. Like if you just did a head change, that sucks. You would rather not get yeah. wet. But the drum itself is usually pretty fine. Mm -hmm. um, I always, as a staff member, just keep it simple. I have an umbrella. If it's a rainy day, <laughs> don't forget the umbrella That's every right. single time. Sometimes when it's too sunny, I have an umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a good item for a staff mm -hmm. member. I always feel terrible for the poor color guard when it's so windy. Oh. I mean, there's just nothing you can do about the yeah. fact that the wind's going to pick up your flag like a sail and it's going to end up halfway across the field. And I just, oh, I just hate it when I see the wind and those poor kids out there trying to control that equipment. But what can you do? Yeah. And in those costumes, usually their costumes are not made to be like no. windproof. No. And I see those no. poor color guard people wrapping themselves in flags <laughs> that are made of polychina silk and <laughs> offered zero warmth. <laughs> All right, guys, grab your shop towels and get back on the field. I think I see a rain cloud approaching. Oh, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you back on the sidelines in just a minute. All right, guys, that was a great rehearsal chunk. And it looks like those clouds might be getting out of here. So that's Whoa. awesome. All right, now on to the news. I don't want to wait another second for this one. So, Stephen, what do you got for us? I have a big elephant in the room. <laughs> the cadets have suspended competition for 2024, uh, which is a very uh, shocking thing very. to have heard. Um I don't know why this one hits so close to home. I mean, maybe because the cadets are uh, so close to, to me being from the East Coast. Um, but this decision, it follows a thorough CAE or Cadets Arts and Education board review of the organization's current financial condition. The board mm -hmm. concluded that while overall planned expenses for the 2023 season were managed within expectations, the organization has fallen short of its fundraising goals for the year. Um, mm -hmm. So I actually found a uh, 
a little more less known article because I think a lot of us have seen the the main press release that came yes. out. Mm-hmm. But um, right, right. I found another article. Uh, this is from the board chair, um, who he says that the organization had two primary sources of funding. This is member fees uh, and donations. Member fees only can cover, you know, a little less than half of current year expenses at this point. And uh, although the donor base has historically provided a significant portion of the remaining bit, uh, the current year funding need was just not enough to cover continually rising costs of the activity. Mm -hmm. Said that they developed and managed a balanced budget this past year. Um, just meaning that expected income did equal their expenses, uh, but they had no room for reserves and they were making big operational decisions to cut costs, uh, choosing less expensive staff and volunteer vehicles, uh, using volunteer drivers. Other cuts included limiting staff size on tour and reducing most staff uh, pay to minimum wage. So, um He states that he witnessed firsthand the negative impact of many of those cuts on the 2023 cadets and concluded that it just could not continue. Um, So as a guiding principle, members, staff, and volunteer safety could not and should not be compromised. Mm -hmm. Those experiences heavily influenced Friday's decision during their annual board meeting. And there's a lot of, I mean, again, like Stephen said, we're here on the East Coast and um, you know, I'm kind of really, really close to where I am to the original home base of the cadets in Garfield. So mm-hmm. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people involved in the organization and stuff like that. And um, a lot of mixed reaction as well to the fact that this was announced right as alumni weekend was kicking off. Mm-hmm. The cadets do a big alumni weekend mm-hmm. every year. Um, it, you know, there's a dinner, there's all these events. Um the original parish that the church that the core was from, Holy Name in Garfield, they have a mass on Sunday. Uh, core members marching in uniform. So uh, there's a lot of mixed reaction to the announcement coming just as this was about to kick off. We had all these people, you know, gathering and you know and sharing their. But then I read somebody else said who's an alum and was at most of the festivities said it was actually the perfect time Mm. to announce it because it, yeah, everybody was together. Everybody got to kind of, for lack of a better word, grieve or whatever (laughs) together and sing the core song. And it was super emotional. And Mm. so, um, you know, there was a lot of, you know, why they announced it this weekend, it's alumni weekend. And um, there's a lot of, you know, things that were odd about the timing of it. Um, there was a social, I mean, there was a social media post just hours before that mm-hmm. the announcement came out that said, join the cadets in 2024. Yeah. So, wow. Yes. Yeah. Seven hours later. I found it online seven hours before the announcement seven came. Hours it was a, yeah. Join the cadets in 2024. But then somebody told, you know, informed me that, you know, obviously the social media crew wasn't told yeah, no, that yeah, this was right. going yeah. on. So, I mean, ugh, I, I, I don't even know where to start, where to end, where to, it's, 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 it's sad. It's really sad. You know, I think it, it definitely prompts a, a good conversation we should have on the show. 
Do you think mm -hmm. that drum corps, at least the national tour model, is sustainable or unsustainable? Do you remember, Stephen, that Denise Bufiglio, and I'm I, she used to be on the board of the cadets. I don't know if she's back, but that's one of the things that she said. She said, I don't know, because you were like, how do you see the programs and the future of the marching arts? And she was like, color guard can figure it out. <laughs> but and, and percussions, indoor percussions can figure it out. But I don't know how drum corps will survive. And she was very frank. Like, it was almost those words, wow. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. And, um, and yeah, there's questionings. But the thing is, they said a year off. They're not closing off. I, they're not the right. only organization that are taking a year off. Um, I think that because of maybe because of the pandemic, we're having like big reactions when when groups are saying that they're like this year. Pride said they're taking a year off, and so many people were like, <gasps> and all yeah. school people were like, but they've always been doing this. Like it's yeah. not that big yeah. of an issue. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen with the cadets. I'm just saying like. I think it's very, 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 I don't want to get emotional on you because you never know why, but I think it's very mature to make that decision at a right time when the mm -hmm. members have time to go somewhere else. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And before audition and all that, I think, I think it, for me, it hits home because they're at a point where we know the cadets were running on everyone's and their mother's credit card. Yeah. Um, one entire summer and last summer they were stronger than ever. So I think it was yeah. in that sense, unexpected. Um, and that is kind of something that I think is worth keeping in mind as well, though. Like we all know the cadets as being such a major player because they've been around for so long, but well, really the cadets supposed to be their 90th. Yeah. Yeah. Their 90th anniversary. Yeah. It would have been their 90th. But I, I also want to kind of keep in perspective that it's been a rough go for the yeah. last like five to 10 years for yeah. that organization. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, and like, and you know, and like Cynthia said about being stronger than ever, like when I, I mean, when I watched them in Allentown, I was like, knowing, you know, a lot of what went on this, this winter, I mean, last winter, and then you, you saw that show, like, wow, like, that's incredible. <laughs> And, and I saw too, Trish, people being really, really upset, even staff, like staff, staff, like designers didn't know that this was going to be announced. And it's so easy to, and I mean, everyone's, I don't want to have, like, it's almost like when you're saying something like about Beyonce and you're, you're going to have the beehive. Like, I don't want the entire alumni, like cadets alumni, yeah. my words, but it's lonely on top. It's very, very lonely on top. And as an ex-director, and I'm sure the admin board and that when you take that decision, it's like having a baby. There's no good time and there's no bad time. Right. You can plan, you can push, you can try. At a certain point, you just need to announce. And I personally think that it's better for them to just say it when it happens. So it's not like just that one person that knows it and that that other one person that knows it. And that post about recruitment was probably like a scheduled post, a yeah. full month of yeah. prior. Like yeah. there's so many mm -hmm. good answers and so many good opinions and critiques and things that we can build up upon. But I think it just shows that right now, like if you love this activity and you can support, support. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the support you give now that that matters. It's not the support you give when the groups are folding up or cannot go somewhere or cannot do it anymore, right? And 
and yeah, and I don't know if anyone from that board will ever hear us, but it's very mature to take that decision before the members are signed off. And yeah, I mean, that I think is the most important things because the kids are the most important things, right? All right, Cindy. Yes, ma'am. I have a juicy, tasty story. Ooh. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, it is kitchen related, but <laughs> <laughs> it's also marching band related. And, and the Iowa City, in Iowa City, the University of Iowa marching band have their first opportunity. They signed a NIL deal, which you know, mostly that's athletes, school athletes being paid for their uh, name or image or likeness to be used. Well, now we have marching band kids being paid to have their image used. And it's for a company called The Brick Kitchen. And they fit, feature cookware, bakeware, kitchen cutlery, cooking tools, olive oils, balsamic vinegars. Now, what this has to do with marching band, wow. I don't know. <laughs> but if they want to pay those kids to use their products and and, and be on television and uh, they get paid for that, then more power to them. I think it's great. <laughs> and wasn't it the yeah. mellophone section? <laughs> yes. Our uh, last, I think I was the one who reported on the last uh, college performer who got an NIL deal and it was, he was a mellophone player. <laughs> it's what always about those mellophones. <laughs> 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 it's impressive. I don't know. I wish I feel like I graduated college just too soon and I barely missed this yeah. curve. Oh. If I could have been like compensated for my drumming in balsamic vinegar, oh, that yeah. would have been awesome. I would have loved to see your TikTok doing like recipe <laughs> salad recipes for the drummers just so it makes sense. Oh yes. This is my lean beef turkey patty for all my drumming boys out there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> If it works, if it sells yes. things, it would be awesome. <laughs> I'll knock. I'm jealous. That's all I'm saying. Kids, it's the win. I'm jealous. <laughs> all right, Trish, what do you got? Well, we've had so many Jersey references tonight that we're going to keep it in Jersey. And we're going to talk about the Columbia High School marching band who got to perform at the Prudential Center. Shout out to the Prudential Center right here in Newark. Um, Although I'm a Rangers fan, the Devils play there, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, that Columbia High School got they had the opportunity to perform with one of their alums, who is recording artist Lauren Hill. So, oh. Yeah, so that was really the kids were talked about how we're excited. This is a big deal. We're performing alongside a famous artist. Uh, it says here in the article that the students weren't even born when, you know, when she was in her heyday, but uh, they were just, they were so proud and so excited. And apparently it was a connection through somebody who was on the school board who coached her in high school and cheerleading. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So really nice story, really nice thing for those kids. And, you know, that's something they'll always remember. That's Very so unique cool. too, because yeah. like Warren Hill is like mysterious. She right. like doesn't even perform much. Right. So like, how'd she even get that gig? Right. What right. song did she put the marching band in? It's also a good question. I didn't even consider that yet. I love to see celebrities like reaching back to their roots and and you yeah. know, honoring where they came from. That's such a uh, it's such a 
I don't know. It's such a human thing to do. And I think yeah. that, mm. you know, sometimes we need that. We need to remember that celebrities are humans. Oh, yeah. Uh, except not the celebrities that are in my story next. Um, <laughs> so you have to love college marching band halftime shows. They're so creative. They're so hilarious. Michigan uh, <laughs> decided that they needed racehorses in their show. Oh. So some of their members dressed as racehorses oh. for okay. their recent halftime show against, I believe it was against Indiana. Yeah, against Indiana. So uh. they basically came out and each of these racehorses was carrying flags representing the different institutions that um. uh, that could that play football against each other, which the the B1G. I've never heard of the B1G. The B1G, the Big Ten Conference. Oh, the Big Ten? Is, that's what it is. That's what it is. Are you making fun of her, Stephen? <laughs> that was just funny. I, I, it doesn't say Big Ten anywhere. I know what Big Ten is, and it doesn't say Big Ten anywhere on here. I'm just saying it just says B1G over and over. Who is the B1G? <laughs> you sound like those men that are saying, like, the uh, Taylor Swift, Travis, like, the girls that are yes, saying, like, they, they put Travis on the map, and the boys are like, what are you uh, talking about? The band set up a racetrack in their drill, and the horses ran in the race, and the horse carrying the Michigan flag won, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, and however, Ohio State's horse was, was lagging last. so far behind the pack. <laughs> I came in last. Uh, you didn't even have to tell me that. I predicted that Ohio State would be last. Oh, no. Such just, a rivalry. That was probably this a great is, day for Rutgers. That's great. Right. This is a. Uh, uh, I mean, there's clips of it all over social media. If you go, oh. go check it out on Threads or, or on uh, Twitter or anywhere else, you can go see it. Sorry, X, not Twitter. Um. Anyway, the, it's it's so funny, and I just love creativity. Uh, my son, my toddler, has also wanted me to point out that um, Purdue's band recently did a Bluey marching band show. How cute! My it daughter was, don't like marching band. She doesn't like the the sound, the noise, and all that. She saw this. She's like, "Mom, I want to be a drummer." And I said, "No." Changes everything. <laughs> so thank you, Purdue, for making all of our children absolutely love marching band out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, okay, everybody. Thanks for a great rehearsal this week. Thank you so much to our hosts, Stephen, Cynthia, Trish, Cindy, and Tom. Uh, thank, thank you, Christine, you. for dropping by. Yeah. Uh, it was great to see you. Thank you, Alicia, for sending in your segment. Y'all, make sure you go subscribe. Write us a review. I want to read those reviews. Leave Do us five it. stars. Share this episode right. with a friend. Make sure you follow us at our social media at On a Water Break. And we will see you at the next rehearsal on a water break. Go practice. Yeah. Awesome.